Hi there, and welcome to the Simply Living for Him podcast. I'm Karen DeBuse from Simply Living for Him. I am recording this podcast tonight in my office. Wouldn't you know it? There's nobody home. This never happens. Um, The kids are out with my husband for a movie night, and I have the whole place to myself. So here I am trying to get everything done that I need to do in the quiet. And I am so excited because I can record a podcast without having to shoo everybody outside or say, shh, mommy's recording. (laughs) Or um, having them like one time they were all sneaking in and listening at the door. And so it's just sort of funny. So anyway, I'm in my house all by myself and I get to record this podcast. Um, Tonight I was going to talk about how we are using the Bible this year in our family. Many of you know that aside from writing at Simply Living for Him, where I write about all things simple and my heart to live a more simple life and I share my faith and I write about homeschooling. Um, But aside from that, I write at Bible-based homeschooling. And that is more of a website that I use to share resources for the Christian homeschooling family. And many of you may know um, that that website came about a couple of years ago. Actually, my husband was out of work, and um, we were looking for some um, ways to increase income because my husband was out of work. And while I was writing at Simply Living for Him, you know, it was a time where the readership was growing and the traffic to the blog was growing, and people were approaching me to advertise on the website. And I just never felt comfortable about that because Simply Living for Him to me is really a ministry. And I just write on there and I share my heart and I let God do what he wants with it. It has never been at all to me a business. It is completely, um, like I said, my heart. And um, I couldn't put a price tag (laughs) on my heart because, you know, once you start um, taking in money for your blog, at least for me, then that would mean I would have to sort of pay attention more to who was um, coming and reading. And I didn't want it to be about that at all. I didn't want any of those distractions. Um, But here we were having uh, people approach me for advertising. So I thought of a way that I could do that aside from simply living for him. And that year, like I said, my husband was out of work. So the idea of any extra income was appealing. Um, And I was also at that time already writing a series on my blog about using the Bible as our main textbook in our homeschool. That was also the year we used our Bible as our main textbook. Um, We used it as the sole source of our curriculum, aside from math. We did have a math curriculum, but we used it for language arts, spelling, writing, um, for history, science, all of that stuff. And it was an amazing year. And I'll I'll have to do a podcast all about that um, on here one of these days. But I speak about that at the convention. I do a whole session on how that looked, and I have a free ebook on Bible-based homeschooling that kind of outlines how we did that. So anyway, while I was um, writing about that, uh, that's when Bible-based homeschooling became a website. So not only could I share how we were using the Bible in our homeschool that year and the different resources we were using, I was then able to, like I said, set it up as a business um, and let that website be more of a place where I could accept advertising and accept um, sponsors and things like that. So anyway... 
Fast forward now, we only use the Bible as our main textbook that one year, the year um, that I said I began the website. Um, and it was an amazing year for our family. It was an amazing year in our homeschool. There are many reasons why we decided to move on after that year and go back to more traditional curriculum. Um, but I won't get into all of that right now. I'll save that for another episode. <laughs> so um, anyway, uh you know, we've always, even since that year, even though the Bible is not our spine of our homeschool anymore, it is not our uh, curriculum, we do have it always, always as the foundation of our homeschool, of our family, of our life. So the Bible is, um, as I always say, if the number one book that you will teach in your homeschool. I There is no other book to me that is more important to teach my children than the Bible. Um, I talk about this a lot, but there is nothing that um, to me would trump anything that they have learned if, if they have, you know, if they haven't learned about God. God is the most important thing. I don't care if they know all the science in the world, all the math in the world. Um, I don't care. If they don't know the Bible, it doesn't matter. Now, that's not to say we don't go after knowledge. We do seek knowledge. It says so in the Bible that we should do that. However, it doesn't come before having a foundation of godly wisdom. I believe that I'm preparing my children for life by teaching them the Bible because the Bible is the most important book that they will know in their life. So it is very important to us. So um, we've always done a Bible study somehow with the children, you know, for our school time. And it always came first in our day. It was always the first thing that we did before we opened up any other book. We opened our Bible first as a family in the morning, and we were studying different books at a time. Now this year, we had started out studying in the book of Joshua, and we would just read through the Bible in the morning, and we would... um, discuss it, the passage that we were reading. We would use commentaries. Um, We would just, you know, dig in that way. And then in October of this year, I was on a ladies retreat and um, the speaker just was amazing. I loved everything that she had to say. And that weekend she had talked about reading through the entire Bible and, you know, how she does it every year. And um, a couple of things just struck me on that weekend about, um, you know, reading through the entire Bible. And so I came home from that weekend and I really was thinking, you know, not just for myself to read through the entire Bible and it didn't have to be in a year or whatever. I wasn't putting a time frame on it, but I really want, I knew I wanted to make sure, you know, how many times you like start that like January 1st, Oh, I'm going to read through the Bible this year. And then you get to Leviticus or something. And you're like, no, this is just too hard. Well, that was me previous years. And, um, you know, I really thought I just really want to sit down and go through it again, but I want to do it with my whole family because what an amazing gift that we could all experience this together, reading through the entire Bible front to back together as a family. You know, I saw the way that the Bible transformed our family, the way we used it as our main textbook in our homeschool several years ago. I saw such transformation that year in our family. And it was really exciting because I remember thinking that year, how can we go wrong if we spend hours a day in the Bible. 
How, how can anything bad come from that? It can only be good. It can only produce fruit. It can only transform us. So I sort of felt the same way about this. Like, you know, it's one thing that we do a Bible study of a book together, um, but let's let's go to the beginning and read through the entire thing together, every word of the Bible as a family. So, you know, I approached my family and I said, we're going to do this. We're going to read through the entire Bible together. And, you know, it could take a year. And do you know that if you read just 15 minutes through the Bible each day, um, it would it would take you about a year. That's all it is, is 15 minutes. But I didn't want to put, you know, a time frame on it. I, I was open to, you know, letting God work because sometimes you want to stop and just discuss. And that happens to us a lot. I read commentaries with our Bible time. Usually it's not just read it and then close it. I, we discuss it and we, we look at the commentary and sometimes that takes a while. So if we just read one chapter each day, it's, we're, it's going to take us longer than a year, but that's okay. I'm good with that. <laughs> So anyway, you know, we started doing this back in October and it's just been a beautiful thing to be a part of with my family because we do this in the evening because, um, you know, schedules in the morning. My husband isn't always home. Some days he's, he, you know, he has his own business, as you all know, and he's, we are a work at home family, but there are two or three days a week where he goes and visits a client on site. So he's not home. He leaves really early in the morning. So we've decided to hold off our Bible study until the evening after dinner when we're always together. Um, at least, you know, uh, even if it's like a baseball night or something, we are together before bedtime. (laughs) So that is the time we do it. Um, and it was really exciting because I traveled, uh, three different times this, this spring to speak at different homeschool conventions. And even while I was away, we used FaceTime and we still were able to do our Bible study together. How awesome is that? Technology can be used for good sometimes. (laughs) So anyway, um, we started back in October and we began right there in the beginning in Genesis. Right now we're up to second Kings, but what, um, I was just want to share with you guys a few things that I have seen already in our family. Um, number one is don't be afraid to read the hard stuff. I do have a post about this cause I am, um, actually journaling all this on Bible based homeschooling. So each week I've been trying to update where we're at and what I've been learning through, um, the time together. And I did write about this specific topic when we got to Leviticus because, you know, that was a little bit difficult. I've got a seven year old up to a 15 year old and, you know, I'm previewing these chapters, which I try to do before we actually read it all together, just to make sure, cause you know, there's some stuff in there that's a little awkward <laughs> to read with your seven year old or even your 15 year old. So anyway, I'm previewing and I'm like, okay, Lord, what do you want me to do with this? And honestly, my first reaction was, we'll just skip it. We will just skip this stuff and we will get to this another time. And, you know, then I put it out there on my Simply Living for Him Facebook page and sort of asked the readers out there, you know, what do you all think about going through some of the tough stuff with your kids? And the answers I got back were really interesting. And it did um, prompt a discussion that I had with a um, relative of mine, actually, who saw it. So um, then I prayed about it and I really felt like the Lord was saying, you read every word just like I, you know, I wrote, you read it. And um, part of me was like, okay, some of the stuff will probably just go over the little one's heads. And, you know, there are a very few things that I did actually, a few lines here and there, I did 
not read. Um, I did skip over just a few lines that I just thought were a little much to, to, um, deal with. So, but we got the gist of it. And, um, I cannot tell you how grateful I am that we did that because there were, I mean, you can't understand Hebrews without reading Leviticus. It just all makes sense. And there were some really great discussions. And, you know, the Old Testament, I said to my kids, sometimes it's hard, like it's challenging. I know for them, it's got to be challenging. I have trouble just reading all of those names because I'm the one that reads it out loud. But I said to them one day, you know, as challenging as it can be, it also just makes the New Testament so much more you know, exciting. It's like, oh, we're going to get through this. And when we get to the New Testament, when we see Jesus finally after all these things we've read about in the Old Testament that are pointing to him, and then we get there, it's going to be so exciting. So like, it's all going to come together. So, I mean, reading through the entire thing together is just such a wonderful experience to um, just know God so much more. And, you know, I've read through these books before, but in reading it from front to back and with my family, you know, I said to my seven-year-old the one day, you know, honey, isn't it amazing to think at your little age, you know, he may be eight by the time we're finished, but at seven or eight to have heard the entire Bible read to you. Like I see that as such a gift that I'm giving my children that not only are they reading through the entire Bible, but their mom is reading it to them and we're doing it together. And it's like, just something that we experience as a family that no one can ever take away from us, that we are reading through his word um, as a family. So, you know, I'm the one that does the reading because my husband doesn't like to read out loud. And I'm fine with that because I think to myself, you know, as I'm reading it, I am the one that gets to read every word or, you know, I said I skip a line or two here or there in Leviticus, <laughs> but basically every word to my children, what a gift for them, but what a gift for me, because I just feel so blessed that I have the privilege to do that with my children. Um, you know, the Bible to me is just so transforming. It is living and active and powerful and everything it says it is. And to be able to have my children hear truth every single day is just such a blessing to me. Um, every night, you know, it's like, we know, it's like, we know there's, it's part of us. You know, the kids say, when is Bible time? Are we doing Bible time now? And it's just, it's part of us now. I can't ever see us not doing it. It's um, such a discipline that's just become a natural part of our family now. And God's word will not return void and it can only transform us. And um, to be spending this amount of time reading together through the entire thing, you know, not just a book at a time or not just passages here or there, but not just devotions, but really reading and studying and discussing and breaking it down. It's just such a blessing. So I am um, going to give this challenge out there to all of you. I challenge you 
to become a Bible reading family. You know, let's share the good stuff with others out there. I see on social media all the time, so many things I wish I could unsee. You know, there's so much yucky stuff out there. Let's flood the social media with families in the word. You know, you want to show a picture of your kids? Show show your family in the word. You want to share... Um, you know, something on your social media that's inspiring, share from the word. Flood your social media with God's word. This world is dark. We need to put light out there. We need to um, be a light for Christ. And I challenge you to get started. If you can, as a family, read through the entire Bible together from front to back. What a gift. Our next generation needs truth. What a gift we can give to them so that they can look back someday and say, that Bible was important because mom and dad sat down with our family every single night until we heard the whole thing. You know, we'll spend so much time on the internet, on video games, on movies, on other books, on TV shows at night. Why not set aside time and make the Bible a priority first? Now, I don't get me wrong. We have a little tradition at night before bed. We watch a TV show. We don't even have TV. We don't have cable, but, you know, we have Netflix and Hulu. Right now, we're into home and gardening shows. So we'll be watching on Netflix um, the Fixer Upper show. That's like our favorite thing these days. And, you know, we do. We have a little tradition. And it used to be the Brady Bunch. Once it was I Love Lucy. We go through series. We, like, watch the entire oh, Little House on the Prairie started at all. That was the first series we watched all the way through. <laughs> so at bedtime, you know, we always watch a show before bed and that's our thing. You know, we all get a snack, we sit on the couch together and we watch a show. That's our thing. But now the Bible is our thing first. The show will be there. That's fine. But if it's a late night and we had baseball and we're out and we're doing stuff, that Bible still has to get done. And maybe the show won't get done, but it's the Bible. So what a gift that we show our children just how important it is. And like I said, now they're the ones that come to us and say, oh, is it Bible time? When is Bible time? And you know, like lately it's getting darker out so much later, which I love. But my husband, as we all know, if you watch any of our videos or you see pictures of our little farm life out here. He can't get enough of the outdoors. He's always got a project. He's always in the barn. He's always out there with the garden. So he wants to be outside at night. So I said to my kids, you know, I'm good with staying up later. If that means we get our Bible time in, how much importance do we place on other things before the Bible? We can't do that. It has to be first. So as a family, we are completely dedicated to getting through the entire Bible together. And I see transformation already. I see it in myself. God's word transforms me and it continually renews me. And it's just so exciting to me. Um, it's like medicine. I could just be having like the worst moment. I go to God's word and it just heals those feelings. It, there's nothing like it. 
And I want to pass that down to my children. And all of us should be passing that down to the next generation because we need to equip them for this crazy world that is out there. We need to equip them with truth, with the only truth there is, because they're going to get out there in the world. And this world is going to tell them the truth is whatever you believe. The truth is whatever you want to be true. That is not truth. God's word is the only truth. So if we can equip our kids with that now, then they can go out and share that in the next generation. So I encourage you out there, be a Bible reading family, take the challenge, post your pictures of it. You know, like I said, there's so much junk out there. Post your pictures of your family in the word. Um, Tag me in it on the on the social media so I can see it. Hashtag um, Bible reading family. That's what I've been using for, for our posts about what we're doing in the Bible. If you want to brag on anything, brag on God, right? Let's boast about him. Let's show what he does, how he transforms families, how he transforms lives. He has transformed mine. So um, I encourage you, let me know how it's going if you do this. Um, if you start this challenge to read through the entire Bible, I promise you, once you get started, you are going to not want to stop. It just will become a natural part of your day. Carve out a time. For your family, it might be mornings. For your family, it might be afternoon, lunchtime, breakfast time, whatever time. And like I said, don't put a limit on it. It doesn't have to be the Bible in 90 days, the Bible in one year, you know, whatever it is. It's the Bible in your family's time. But there's nothing more important. So it's transforming our family. Um, And I would encourage you, even when it gets hard and some of the difficult um, places that it is okay to push through, to trust God, that he wrote every word of the Bible for a purpose. Every word of that Bible has been inspired by him. And there is a purpose behind every word and even the hard stuff. Um, Sometimes for the real little ones, like I said, I've had to a little bit censor stuff, but you know what? Um, it does bring about the discussions that need to be talked about. So I am just so grateful that we did not choose to skip an entire book like Leviticus. Um, you know, even when you get to those like really hard names and words and different, um, things. It is just a growing experience. So I encourage you, if you want to see transformation in your family, that is the place to start. The Bible is true. And let's teach our children the only truth there is. So you can find out more about reading through the Bible as a family on Bible-based homeschooling. I update every week a post on there. If you search in um, the little search bar on the side of that website, you can put in the hashtag Bible reading family and all of the posts will come up um, and you will see all the posts that I've done about that. You can also find the free ebook under um, ebooks at the top of the website and you will see the ebook there called Bible-Based Homeschooling. And that talks about how we use the Bible for our homeschool that year as our main textbook. You can find a lot more articles on that website about how we use the Bible in our family. And like I said, you can also find um, all kinds of resources for your family. I post on there when there are good deals, when publishers are having sales, or just favorite resources that I come across that I want to share. So that's on Bible-Based Homeschooling. And then, of course, you can follow me at 
Simply Living for Him, where I write about all things simple. And I'm showing a lot lately of our life out here at Love's Farm. That's our new little hobby farm. And we're planting our gardens. And I just did a live video yesterday, which was actually so much fun. You know, those new Facebook live videos. It was actually really fun because you can comment right as I'm doing the video and we can kind of chat back and forth. So I was able to answer questions and I was able to show everybody around our gardens that we have finally finished planting. And my husband has a huge aquaponics system and he was able to explain how that works. And I got to show you our new ducks and my chickens, of course. And I also talked about our mission here that we're doing at our um, our little hobby farm out here is that we have planted an abundance of food more than our family needs. And um, we are hoping to make this a ministry out in our um, area where we live in New Jersey that we can grow the food that we can give away. And our um, tagline here is take what you can and take what you need and leave what you can. So we ask for no donations unless anybody wants to. And that would just totally donate towards, you know, keeping the gardens going. But our hope is to have like a garden type food pantry where we can have food available for those in need who maybe can't afford it or food available for anybody who, you know, needs um, fresh homegrown produce. So you can pray about that for us. That is um, another um, little part of our ministry that we are working together as a family to start. And that actually you can read more about at loves.farm is the website. So I have all kinds of photos over there on my Simply Living for Him page. And like I said, we're doing the live videos and that's a lot of fun. And um, this summer, as you all know, we are having the Simply Living for Him ladies retreat. And I am beyond excited about this. You know, it's one of these things that I feel like God is calling me to do. And I will be completely transparent that some days I'm like, really, God, I have no idea what I'm doing. Why are you making me do this? What if it's terrible? What if, you know, all these what ifs and it's like, God, I can't do this. And you know what he told me and I wrote it down. No, he didn't tell me audibly or anything like that. But I really felt one day that I just, I heard, you know, um, in my, in my mind, this thought came and it, it was just, no, you can't exactly. That's, that's right. You can't, but I can And that this whole weekend is all about him and what he's going to do. So if you could pray for that, if you could make the retreat, I would love to see you there. We still have space available. So please come on and register at um, simplylivingforhim.com. You can find all the information. It's a beautiful uh, location out in Gettysburg, Pennsylvania. I'd love to have you join us. It's going to be an amazing weekend. I know that God is going to do big things there. I just keep getting confirmation after confirmation, um, different things that um, come up that I just feel like he's saying, do this and it's going to be good. But remember, Karen, you're not doing it. I am. Just be obedient and put it together and let him work. So that's what I'm doing. Um, And I'm really excited about it. So you can find all the information on simplylivingforhim.com. Please don't let cost be a factor. We are not trying to make a huge amount of money on this. I just need to cover the costs. (laughs) So um, I am willing to work with you if you are feeling that God has placed it on your heart that you want to be there and um, finances are an issue. Please reach out to me at Karen at simplylivingforhim.com and we will work 
network with you so that everybody who wants to attend the retreat can attend. It's just for ladies. It's going to be a beautiful weekend of fellowship, time in the word, and really being transformed as we as women seek Jesus together, eliminate the distractions, and to live more simply for him. So I will go now back to my quiet house and uh, I will end the podcast now. But if you have any more questions about Bible-based homeschooling, um, simply living for him, anything, please come over to the Facebook pages and talk to me or send me an email anytime, Karen at simplylivingforhim.com. And until the next podcast episode, I wish you blessings and joy.